Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What it's do you want? You're listening to The Nomadic Executive, hosted by Omar from nomadables.com. Join Omar as he sits down and speaks with leading online entrepreneurs, remote workers and digital nomads about everything from business strategy to travel and lifestyle design. Together, we're here to help you achieve a life of happiness, health and freedom. And now here's your host, Omar Mo. We've all had one. A dream, that is. Most of the time, they're vibrant and colourful sequences, flashes and glimpses of memories and fantasies stuck in the deepest parts of our subconscious. Once in a while, though, and sometimes more often than that, They're visions of a better future. Most people have dreams. I used to say everyone had dreams. But something I've recently learned is that you can never really truly say everyone. To say everyone is to think black and white. It's to categorize people by putting them in these tiny labeled boxes. And sure, it makes it easier for us to kind of generalize people and comprehend them to be in some certain way when the actuality is you might say everyone does this one thing and I guarantee you I can find you at least one person on this planet that doesn't. The only things that I would say everyone does besides the standard human necessities is die. But while a majority of you guys are living I have a pretty good hunch that everyone that's listening to this episode has a dream of some kind. So if you're one of the billions of people out there with a dream, and it just seems out of reach, I want you to take this as a sign that it's not. Not the biggest, the craziest, the most grandest dream you can ever think of is really out of reach. And when your dreams do come true in some form or another, it may not be the way that you thought it would. But nonetheless, when you're there, you feel as though your dreams have come true. Some of the world's greatest entrepreneurs really just started with an idea that turned into an empire in 20, 10, 5, and sometimes even less years. So today, we'll talk about how to turn your dreams into reality. At 27, I've definitely already lived out some of my dreams. I mean, things that seemed absolutely out of my reach when I was 18. Things that I would never have dreamed of doing when I was 18. It's a funny thing about dreams, though. Once you've lived one out, you always dream up another. I guess that's the human condition of never being fully satisfied. But today's episode isn't just something that's derived from my own experiences. I've always had this thing for research and mentors. I mean, it may be my intense obsession over self-improvement, but there's always something to learn from everyone. Even from people who you think take a big fat shit out of their mouth every time they open it. So here are five steps that I've derived after talking to millionaires and monks and many, many mentors that break down 
what it takes to achieve your dreams, meet your ambitions, and conquer your goals. And before I get started with these steps, there is a precursor. You really need to believe your dream is a reality, like with every fiber of your being, like without a doubt. You're much stronger than you think you are, and you're much more capable than you think you are. So you need to really enjoy that journey. If your dream is to walk across a hot bed of coals without getting hurt, then good on you, mate. But you need to love the hell out of that pain or the challenge. If not, sorry to break it to you, but you ain't walking across nothing. If you're not at that point yet, there's some inner work that needs to be done. Start challenging your limiting beliefs. Start building and cultivating confidence. Research people who've done exactly what you want to do and read their stories. Perhaps take some inspiration from the way they did it. There are hundreds of tactics out there to help yourself believe what you want is possible and not only possible, but probable. So jump on that. We definitely cover a lot of those things with some of the incredible people that I talked to on this podcast. But if you can't seem to find the drive or accept the possibility that your wildest dreams can come true, reach out to me at omarmodigital at gmail.com. That's O-M-A-R-M-O-Digital at gmail.com. Now, on to the first step. Planning and preparation. You're at point A and you want to get to point B. Point B is where your dream or your goal is accomplished. In order to get from point A to point B, you've got to plan out the steps. This comes easier to some people than others. From what I've noticed, more structured people tend to have it easier when writing routines or schedules or planning. On the other side of the coin, but not mutually exclusive, there are also people that are really good at taking in different perspectives and are generally much more creative people. Planning for those kind of people is more difficult. I'm definitely in the second boat, so planning my steps out was something that didn't come intuitively or naturally to me. However, once I learned it, it became incredibly valuable in getting things that I wanted to do done. When you plan out, you're essentially attacking your goal or your dream in manageable steps. You may have this grand vision of getting to point B, but if you're not able to see the bridge that connects point A and point B, if you're not able to see every step on that bridge, then you're just going to be waiting around in the dark, not really knowing where you're going. So the first step is to plan your steps. And the best way to do that is to plan it backwards. Break down your goal and see what it's going to take from starting at the end line, the finish line, and working your way backwards. It all starts with some research. Find people that are already living the dream that you want to live. See what they did to get there, what kind of marketing was involved, how they were discovered, how much they're making, what materials, supplies, 
they needed, what kind of job they needed, where do they get their income from, how are they doing what they're doing. The more you research this, the more it'll actually help you believe that it's possible as well. The research you do about it, the more possibilities you see, the more excited you get about it. And if you're not really getting excited, take that as a sign that whatever your dream is, it's not for you. After research, write down a game plan. It doesn't matter how many steps, how many sub-steps there are. It doesn't matter about how long it'll take for you to get from point A to point B. Write that all down. Some people, it might be easier to write steps from A to B, and for other people, it might be easier to write from B to A. Start with the big, broad steps. Maybe break it down to anywhere between three to like seven or eight major steps. Let's say, hypothetically, your dream is to own a Lamborghini. What are some major steps that you could take right now if your butt broke? Step one, get a job. Step two, learn how to grow your money. Step three, what are the options that I have around buying a Lamborghini? Am I okay with a used Lamborghini? Do I care how many miles the Lamborghini has? Money do I need to comfortably afford a Lamborghini? And those are your three big broad steps. Now you take those three big broad steps and you break them down further. What is it gonna take for me to get a job? What kind of job do I need? Okay, so I need a high paying job. What kind of skills do I need for a high paying job? Do I need a degree? Can I do it by myself? Okay, let's break that down. Let's start with step one. How do I get from where I am right now to a high paying job? Once you get that, once you accomplish that, you move to step two. How do I grow my money? Okay, what are my options to grow my money? There's real estate, there's investing, high yield interest accounts, and there's forms of passive income that I could perhaps do or maybe do some jobs that would supplement my income. Now your money is growing. So ask yourself, can I afford a Lamborghini? What kind of options do I need in that Lamborghini? The Lamborghini is used or new. Once you've got all that figured out, you go ahead and buy that Lamborghini. Dream achieved. Everything, as Marie Forleo would say, is figureoutable. All it takes is time and commitment. So now you've wrote your action plan. You wrote the steps down that'll take you from point A to point B. It's time to start working on those steps. So this brings me to step two of the five steps. This is where productivity, focus, and self-discipline come into play. It might be incredible that you've written all these steps down and now your dreams seem so achievable, but if you're not actually actively working on those steps, then you really haven't done shit. You've kind of just wrote down a giant to-do list that'll do nothing but overwhelm you. The key to this step is getting more out of less time. You want to optimize your time so that you're not just sitting around for eight hours getting two hours worth of work done. Work from the angle of keeping the 80-20 principle in mind. Not many other names, but the basic gist of it is 80% of your results come from 20% of what you do. When you're learning a new language, for example, as Tim Ferriss would say, you don't learn the word niece before the word mother when you're going to use the word mother 80 times more than the word niece. The productivity, there's a whole 
universe of tips, tricks, and strategies that you can use to be more productive and get more use out of your time. But here are a couple key pointers that you should keep in mind no matter what works for you. First of all, self-discipline is much more important than willpower. When you think willpower, you think, yes, I'm basically willing myself to do something that I don't want to do. And yeah, that might work in the short term. It might work for a few days, maybe even a few weeks. But sooner or later, that willpower runs out. And everyone has experienced this relapsing into old habits, old ways of doing things that really work against you. Instead of willpower, use self-discipline. And self-discipline isn't supposed to be painful. The key to self-discipline is to actually make what you're doing feel good. You're trying to lose weight, but you can't help but eat a pizza every single day. Instead of focusing on what you're missing out, if you stop eating pizzas to lose weight, focus on how eating a whole pizza by yourself makes you feel afterwards. Bloated, oily, guilty even. And then focus on how good you actually feel after you eat something healthy. You feel more energized. You feel happier. You even feel accomplished. If you focus on the good feelings that you get from being just a tiny bit closer to your goal or dream every single day, that should give you a massive boost in your self-discipline. Another pointer, getting into flow state. You ever get that feeling when you're doing something and time just flies by? That's the feeling you want. That's what you want to hold on to and whatever you were doing that gave you that feeling that's what you want to double up on. Let's take, for example, you're an artist. You love painting, and every single time you paint, time just flies by. But you want to get your art out there. You want to market it. You want people to see it and your dreams to have your own gallery one day. The only thing is, you absolutely hate marketing. So in that case, you hire somebody to do it. You can outsource by reaching out to people on Fiverr or Upwork. You can automate using things like Zapier. The internet is an incredible place to do many things that were not possible just 10 years ago. You double up on what actually puts you in that flow state. Instead of making one painting a week, you make two paintings a week. And then you let the person that you've hired to do all that marketing for you, to do all the social media stuff for you. At the end of the day, it really comes down to how bad do you want it? To put in the work, the time, the effort to get what you want. Are you prepared to make the sacrifices that it'll take to get there? If not, you might as well stop now. Step three, your health, both your mental and physical health. Maintaining your health during this process is vital to success and getting more out of each and every day. If you're in great physical health, not only will you have more energy to do the things that you want to do, you'll be in a better mood, your memory will have improved, to be able to retain more information and get more done in shorter periods of time. When someone asks me, Omar, what can I start doing today that'll help me get more out of my time and change my life for the better? 
my number one answer is always focus on your health. It bleeds into every other aspect of your life. And at the pinnacle of health is sleep. Some of the world's most successful entrepreneurs value their sleep above everything else. Diet and exercise are also massive pieces of the puzzle that you can control and optimize to give you the desired outcomes that you want from it, whether it's more energy, whether it's more vitality, stamina. Use your body as a tool to help you get ahead. Same goes for your brain. There are specific things that you can do or take that'll help you fight depression, that'll help you avoid burnout and enjoy the journey more. Meditation is one of these things. It's not some hippy-dippy 1970s shit anymore. If you meditate, it genuinely helps clear your brain to a point where you can perform at your max. Consistent meditation over a period of time will help you become more present, live more in the moment, be ever more grateful for things in your life. Practicing gratitude is also incredibly important. If you don't learn to be grateful for what you have today, all your future dreams and ambitions will seem hollow when you do actually achieve them. A shorter way of putting this is practicing gratitude today will help you achieve more tomorrow. There are also supplements, nootropics, and food sources that you can intake that help you perform at a higher level. However, you shouldn't be worried about any of these things if you haven't even gotten your foundation set yet thing I highly, highly recommend to people that I don't see a lot of entrepreneurs or mentors or really big figures in the industry ever really talking about is a cheat day, but not just a physical cheat day, a mental cheat day too. 99 out of 100 people are self-destructive and chaotic. Most people will never be able to stick to one specific diet or one specific routine for the rest of their lives. Sooner or later, there's going to come an opportunity or a time where their self-destructive behavior takes them back a step. So instead of being reactive and stumbling your way to set yourself back on the right path, schedule it. Schedule a cheat day once a week, especially if you're just starting out, a mental and physical cheat day. If you're sticking to a diet six days out of the week and you massively binge one day out of the week, it's going to do a few great things for you. One, it'll teach you to delay gratification to just one day a week. Number two, you won't go crazy. Number three, it's nearly impossible to eat enough bad shit in one day to counteract an entire week's worth of effort. So at the end of the week, you'll still be net positive. Number four, and you'll see as you do this, those binging days will make you feel like absolute shit by the end of it. And as humans, we're always running towards pleasure and away from pain. Those binging days are going to get to a point where they're almost painful. And naturally, over time, you're just going to not want those binging days. Same applies for your work. Let's say you love partying. You're used to going out like four times a week. But obviously, that gets in the way of doing what you want to do. So instead, delay that gratification to one single day. I'm not going to be on the extreme end where people say, yeah, like I haven't had fun in about four years and I've been working my ass off and I hustle and I grind and that's all I do because that shit's overwhelming and not realistic at all. Instead, just delay and schedule your gratification. 
This way you still do what you need to do and you're not completely overturning your life. I recommend to people this day be a Saturday since that is the social day around the world. That right there is the basics for step three. On to step four. Do some networking, man. Start building your network in your field and surround yourself with people who have either lived your dream or are living it. Try to find and make friends with one of each of these three kinds of people. Someone who's way beyond your level and probably already living your dream. Someone who's exactly at the level that you're at or trying to achieve the same dream. And one person who's behind you that hasn't got to your level just yet. There's something that you can learn from all three of these types of people. Other than that, you want really positive people in your inner circle. People that give you positive feedback loops that help your fire burn bigger rather than trying to extinguish it. Gone are the times that you have to go to networking events in person, like meetups or going to a bar for a drink and talking it out there. Now we've got the internet. We've got Facebook groups, social media, DMs on Instagram, Facebook Messenger, forums. I mean, there are tons of different ways to meet people online. And yes, it's much realer to meet with someone face to face and make a connection that way. However, with today's technology, and Skype and Zoom and instant messaging, I mean, there's no excuse for you to not start building your network around your dream right now. Trust me. You'll be surprised in the kind of connections that you make over the internet, the kind of people that you meet that can propel you eons ahead from where you could have propelled yourself. Don't know where to start? Start making content around your dream on social media. People who share similar interests to you will see your posts on social media, and those are the kind of people that you want to be engaging with. Sometimes it can be as simple as sending an Instagram DM, other times you just come out and reach out to them and offer them some sort of value. Sometimes you help connect to people that you know that you think would be great for each other and would find value in each other. The more you get involved, the bigger your network grows. A massive unlock I've found to talk about your passions is creating a podcast. Simply just from looking for guests or featuring specific people on this show, not only have I learned so much from these people, I've made some incredible connections with people in the same field and and because of that, I've actually moved pretty far ahead in a really short period of time. You can do the same. That brings me to the fifth and final step. Take the leap. There's only so much you can do researching, writing, working, networking, there's only so much that you can do before you achieve your dream. Sooner or later, you're going to have to take drastic action and actually make it happen. Whether it's buying a Lamborghini, and that would be the action of buying the Lamborghini, or that's selling everything you own and going to travel around the world. Drastic action needs to be done. At this point, Courage is what it'll take. Courage above all else. Courage to go face the outside world, to look yourself in the mirror and be able to tell yourself that you did it, that you didn't punk out. Courage to be able to adapt and possibly fail. 
Courage to take a chance to succeed. At the end of the day, what other choice do you have? Do you want to just continue living your life the way it is? Or are you going to take that leap? I want to close off with the fact that life is short. Please, please don't let it fly by. It doesn't matter what your situation is. It doesn't matter if you've got a double mortgage on your house and a family. It doesn't matter if you've lost an arm or if the world keeps screwing you over and over again. It doesn't matter if you're the most awkward person in the world. It does not matter. Your dreams can come true as long as you put in the time and work. Remember, if there's at least one example in the world of someone else in your situation or condition that has done it, then you can too. And even if there isn't, remember the modern day light bulb did not exist until Thomas Edison invented it. So I'll leave you with this question and don't bullshit yourself. Don't drown yourself in self-help until you can't breathe anymore. Really think about this one. How bad do you want it? That's it for today. Thanks for tuning in to the Nomadic Executive. Before you go, I'd be ever grateful if you could leave a rating or a review. This podcast will be forever growing in the direction that best serves you. So help me make the necessary tweaks to bring you the most value. Otherwise, shoot me an email for any questions, concerns, comments, or even if you would like to be featured as a guest. You can email me at omarmodigital at gmail.com. That's O-M-A-R-M-O-digital at gmail.com. Now on to some closing words. Thanks for tuning in to The Nomadic Executive. If you enjoyed this episode, take a moment to leave a rating or review. Your feedback helps us reach others who need a spark of inspiration. See you next time.